Hey everybody, welcome to episode 18 of Prospect Profile. My name's Lawrence, and we got a couple more prospects to cover today. Uh, we're c- going to back to the tight end and cornerback positions on this week's show. And we are going to cover first the tight end from Ole Miss, Dawson Knox, who's 6'4", 250 pounds, which is a pretty solid size for, for the tight end position. Dawson Knox is an interesting one. He's been kind of hyped on Twitter as of late from what I've seen. And just with a lot of his tools that he has and the maybe possible potential that he has. And I was like, you know, I want to see and look into this more. And I, I think I came up with some interesting conclusions on Dawson Knox as a player from what I read on it about on him and just from the film I've watched of him. So the first thing I think that's really important to mention about Dawson Knox was that he's a walk on. So, and that to me is like a big sign of a hardworking big time character guy. You know, yeah, the whole big thing, you know, was Baker Mayfield when he got drafted, you know, was he worked hard twice had to walk on the different programs. And you know, he, he never stopped working. And he you know, he's able to walk on and just the uh turn into a hell of a career for himself and, and has now parlayed that into a great NFL career so far. So I I really do like guys that are walk ons because they are just really hard working guys and they do the little things that they have to do to get playing time. And Dawson Knox definitely shows that in in his film. He does he definitely does the little things. And uh, the thing with Dawson Knox too is also is that he basically had to compete with three NFL wide receivers on the same team. So the fact he was able to get any playing time, you know, was was really remarkable. Because, I mean, you're competing with DK Metcalf, Demarcus Lodge, A.J. Brown for for targets. And that's that's so hard when you have all those mouths to feed there. But, uh, you know, he held his own. The thing, uh, Dawson Knox, from what I saw, when he is used, when the ball is coming his way, he's a good hands catcher. And he's got good ball skills. He's able to uh, point, you know, high point the ball. He's able to extend out for catches that that are outside, maybe a little outside of some people's reach. But he he can get there and and make the catch. Uh, and I was I was impressed with some of the catches he was able to make. So he does a good. He can catch the ball pretty naturally, which is something you really like to see. He's also a very willing blocker. He, especially on the second level, he's really, really tough, hard-nosed blocker on the second level. Really engages guys and and just goes for it. And I, I really, I really like how just like I said again, that's one of the things you could just tell he works hard. He's always putting effort in every play. He's nonstop, nonstop work out there, and he shows that in his blocking, uh, especially in the run game. And 
the other big thing with Dawson Knox, just oh my gosh, the speed on this guy is crazy for for his size. Uh, just very explosive. He runs that seam route just he's so quick up the middle, and he's gonna definitely make just make some plays just on that on doing that. You know, every once in a while he'll come up with a big play just by doing that, just by using his speed through the the vertical. Uh, right up the middle, and I, I just really like that he's able to, you know, stretch the field a little bit for his size, and you know, in his position. Okay, but going on to the the maybe the <laughs> the not so great stuff about Dawson Knox, and a lot of this with with Knox. It's coachable stuff, which is which is good for his sake. He he is a very if I could say describe Dawson Knox in one word, it's raw. The dude is just so raw. You can tell he's kind of new to the game, and just the way he he kind of. Uh, especially route his route tree, his route running is very very simplistic at this point in time. He doesn't run a whole lot. He runs like kind of that that uh, flat route. He kind of can run like an out route. Uh, the seam, of course, like I already talked about, he's he's adept at running that. Uh, besides that, though, you don't see a whole lot else from. Uh, from Dawson Knox at this point in time. And it's just, he's so, I think it's just a thing he's going to have to pick up when, when he gets to the next level. It he is not a guy that's going to start right away. I'm, I'm that, that is, I'm a hundred percent certain about. He's not ready to do that yet. He's far too raw. And especially it's just the way, like you said, the way he runs his routes right now, it's just not, anything very complex and it's nothing that's really going to fool NFL defensive backs or even linebackers that cover him. He's, he's not really doing anything crazy out there to, to separate. And that's what I see. Another thing when I see him running routes, he's not getting that separation that you really want. Yeah. He's able to win just on his sheer ability to stretch his arms out because he's got some nice long arms and just in general length to get those snatch some balls but uh and win some contested situations but and I didn't see enough of that on tape either but he he just isn't right now he isn't getting separation from defenders and that's just a lot of that it is not his athletic shortcomings at all because he doesn't really have athletic shortcomings. He's a good athlete. He is. And that's the good thing for him. Because a lot of this is coachable stuff that he's just going to have to pick up over time. And I think he can. Because like I said, he was, this dude is a walk-on. He wants to work. He wants to get out there. And he wants to work hard to get on the field. I think he's going to find ways to work, work at it and get better at doing this. And I think that's why a lot of people are higher on Dawson Knox. I'm I'm not calling him a bad player right now. I mean, I think he's going to be a solid like like second tight end or even like a, maybe a third tight end for somebody at the moment. A guy that can kind of come out there and 
every so often and stretch the field a little bit with his with his explosiveness. But right now he's not a guy you you get a you know three down three down guy, and it didn't help that at Ole Miss that their usage of him was so little. Like I said, and a lot of that had to do with just having all those mouths to feed there with Lodge and Metcalf and Brown. And, you know, he they, sometimes they just didn't have him even out there. In, in, they didn't really have tight ends set. They didn't really run a lot of tight end sets sometimes. And because of that, he wasn't out there even full games. So there's really a really, really limited amount that you get to see there with Knox. I mean, he only had uh, 284 yards in, on 15 receptions this year. I mean, that's not a lot going on there. The thing I did see, which was actually nice to see, because he only played in he played in eight games la- in last year and then nine games this past year. So he didn't even play in the full season either. But the nice thing was, he actually increased his uh, yards per catch by f- five, uh, uh, five and a half. Uh, he had thirteen point four yards a catch in in twenty seventeen, up to eighteen point nine yards a catch in twenty eighteen. That is something you. That is big improvement. That's already you see there. He's improving. He's working at. And he's improving it, already his explosiveness. I, you can see, you know, he's able to his yards after the catch is improving, and he's getting more yards. So he just didn't even get as many receptions as he did the year before, which is crazy. But I guess, like I said, that's what happens when you have so many good receivers on that team. Like I said not always, not all his fault. Just sometimes a, a product of where you are. Um, a thing that the one thing that really bugged me though, I know this is going to sound sound contradictory because I was just saying, oh, he's such a willing blocker and everything. He's a willing blocker. That doesn't mean he's always a good one. <laughs> That's a, there's a difference there. In he's a very willing blocker, and he has his moments where he really can level guys second level. And he takes, he really uproots guys with his punch and just can can really get in there. But then sometimes he can look really bad. And I see it in ways of like he overshoots blocks at times. He takes a bad angle and he'll just like blow by a guy and just not really not really block him and miss his block. Uh, won't get enough strength in his blocks at times. He's not getting that le- or the proper leverage or the proper pad level at times. And he, and he just... You want him to be better here because this is how he's going to get on the field more in the NFL. Because you, know, you you can, at first, you know, yeah, you could have all the explosiveness in the world, all that. But if you're not going to be blocking consistently well, NFL teams are going to treat you like a liability. And I think that's, you know, right now, that, was, that would be kind of what they see him as. They see him as a, more of a situational type of player still. And... He needs to improve his blocking technique big time and make it more consistent because he does have his moments where he looks really good as a blocker, but then he just, oof, it's just, it's rough sometimes. Sometimes in pass protection, he just really just looks 
kind of lost at times. It he looks good some in some plays, and then it's other days it plays. It's like, oh man, the right pass rusher gets a hold of him, and it's like forget about it. He let he lets a, a couple big time pressures uh, go towards uh, Jordan Tayamu on film a few times when I saw him, and I was just like, oh man, that was brutal. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Dawson Knox is is a really interesting prospect. He has potential to be be great. He has all those tools, but right now he's just not refined at all. <laughs> so right now I can't grade him more than like a like a fourth, fifth round prospect, just basically on sheer like potential. But yeah, he's just so raw. Like I said, he's so raw right now. I think if he lands, you know, somewhere with the right coaching staff, I think the dude can really excel. And I think he can really, really end up turning into a really good developmental prospect. But right now it's, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some work, but I think he has the motivation the, the smarts to, to be able to do it. So it's going to be interesting to see how Dawson Knox develops once he gets into the NFL and will he fulfill that potential of all the physical tools he has. But uh, next on the agenda today, we're going to cover a smaller school prospect in Sean Bunting, Central Michigan cornerback, so that way, I was very surprised. I was kind of looking through the the, uh, the board of corners out there, and I saw Sean Bunting's size, and I always like to look at bigger corners because they have great potential because of that size already, but sometimes some of those bigger corners aren't always the fastest or they aren't always like as technically sound as you'd like them to be. Because they're so reliant on their length and their arms sometimes. So so Sean Bunting is 6'1", 181. So, I mean, like you're already there. It's like, wow, he's he's lengthy. He's a lengthy guy. Got long arms. You know, got a long body. And, and he uses that to disrupt receivers at the line of scrimmage. He's really, really active with his hands and his arms and just... Trying to throw guys off the route, and I, he's I, he's a very like press type of corner because of his length and everything, and I I think he does a pretty pretty good job of doing that at times. I'm gonna get into <laughs> sometimes it's sometimes over aggressiveness there, but he also is able to use that length to disrupt at the catch point and come up with big deflections. It, which he's sometimes he gets beat a little bit and I'm going to get into why he gets beat, but he's able to use his length to extend out. If he's a guy, a guy gets in front of him, he's able to extend out and bat a ball away. If he, if he's like kind of beat and he can kind of catch up with using his length. And he also, and I wouldn't say I don't know. I didn't see like a ton of ball skills. Ball skills, like he didn't come. Like he didn't come up with a lot of interceptions this year. He can't actually had five picks the year before, but he had only like two picks this year. And one of the ones I saw on film was an absolute like layup to him. I mean, it was 
he, the, the quarterback just lofted it a terrible throw, and he was just sitting in the end zone waiting for it. So that really doesn't show off any really ball skills whatsoever. He was it was just kind of waiting there for him. But he also has good quick twitch change of direction in his hips. Uh, he's able to uh, you know change his direction really quick uh, because of his the, the how flexible his hips are and how he can move. And that also keeps him alive. Sometimes when if he initially gets beat and he can change direction with the receiver and uh, and keep up with them. So yeah, Sean Bunting, I think I I really like just his his length and his ability to use the length uh, when he's covering. And it, and I just I think he's a good he'd be a pretty good like pretty solid like zone corner. He, I think he's pretty good in zone coverage. And I I like I like him pressing. But I mean, I think he's got potential to be a really good press corner, but he needs to work on a couple things to be a lot better as a press corner. Right now, what ends up happening when he uses the arms and length at at the line of scrimmage is sometimes he gets a little too handsy, and he's kind of reaching in too much to the inside shoulder. And that's sometimes putting him behind the eight ball right from the get-go because then the receiver will give him a double move, and then they already got a couple steps on him because he's already going reaching inside with his arms, and the receiver's getting to his outside already. And getting steps on him. That is a problem right now. That a major problem in his game that I think he needs to absolutely be coached up on. He needs to be a little more patient at the line of scrimmage. Be physical, but also shoot, you know, pick your battles wisely. And, and try to see what the receiver is doing. And he, I think he's just getting a little, just getting too aggressive on those, and he bites on those double moves because of the over aggressiveness. And I, I just, I don't know. I that was my big thing with him when I was watching him was he just, he just gets too, too handsy, too greedy, getting aggressive at the line of scrimmage, and just receivers are just beating him to the punch sometimes. And like I said, he's very fortunate that he's able to have that length to recover sometimes, and and pretty good speed and change of direction. To have recover, you know, to recover on those plays, but the NFL it could be a different story. You know, he has to win at the line of scrimmage more. It, as much as he can disrupt guys, he needs to be coached on how to do it better. Okay, and the big other big thing negative that I saw was Sean Bunting, and this to me is. This is a this is to me like one of the biggest things I can see in a in a guy going to the next level. And I know it probably sounds silly. And I just I maybe maybe it sounds ridiculous or or whatnot. But there's just a lack of edge to this guy's game. I don't see a hungry player when I watch Sean Bunting. I see a guy that's pretty content on the gifts that have been given to him and 
feels that he kind of can kind of coast on those a little bit. There's he isn't isn't like a a really. I, and I'm not. I don't want to say because some guys aren't rah rah types, and I get that. And I I, I totally understand that. And some guys are more quiet, hard workers. But I don't see like a, a hard working player in Sean Bunting. I see a guy that just kind of he, he's kind of going through the motions out there. It almost feels like he doesn't really play with intensity. There's uh like just like I said a lack of edge to his game, and that leaks into the run support part of his game, which is easily the worst part of when I watch Sean Bunting on tape. I can safely say out of the, all the corners I've watched so far in this in this draft, all the defensive backs I've watched so far in this draft, he is the absolute worst I've seen in run support. He has a complete inability to get off blockers. I mean, th- as soon as he's met with contact from a blocker, it's like he's completely taken out of a play and doesn't even attempt to really get off the block after getting stonewalled. It's just it's just over for him. He's taken out of the play almost immediately. He doesn't try to work through it. It's just he takes the contact and it's like, well, I guess I'm out of the play. I hate that. I'm sorry. I, I just don't like that. I think that's just horrible effort. I think I don't know if there's a lack of strength there as well. But I mean, you see him work with his arms at the line of scrimmage so much, you feel like, oh, you know, you can use his arms to to try to get off a block, but it's like it's just not the effort is not there. It's just he kind of gives up on when he gets blocked in the in the run stop in run stopping situations, it's it's just done. He looks lost out there sometimes. Like he just like he knows that it's not his thing, and it's almost like he's just kind of content on not really improving on it. I hope I'm wrong about that. Maybe he does improve on that in the NFL, but I don't know. To me, I don't see a guy that's really willing to work and get better at that. He's just kind of out there when it's like it's not a passing play. It's almost like he feels like, oh, I'm not really. It's not really my job to stop the run. And I, I just don't, I don't like that. I like corners that like to play the run and like to tackle. You don't even have to be the best tackler in the world, but make attempts. You know, try to get off a block, disengage. This guy doesn't, and I, I just don't see it on film. All the games I watched, I watched three games of Sean Bonting, and I, I think that's a pretty good way to get a read on a guy. I consistently every game I saw this in the run game. Um, he made, and the thing is, the here's the thing, when he's able, when he's actually open and clear, and has a, a, a build, and has a lane to tackle, he actually does tackle well. This the this is the weird thing. He's actually a really good tackler, and he's actually had a couple. Um, he's actually, I think he's had four forced fumbles in his college career. He can make things happen if he wanted to, but it's you know when he has open space and. Is able to tackle. It's not, but when he's getting blocked and it's just, it just doesn't. He's a non-factor. So, 
that's the that's the weird thing, even weirder thing with him because he has ability to do it. It's just he's not doing it, and he's not really working through through offensive linemen or working through receivers blocking him, working through tight ends blocking him. It's just not it's not happening, and I don't know. I just really dislike that, and I th- I just for me that lack of intensity just just tells me what I kind of want to know about him as a player and I can't rate him for me I, I think Sean Bunting is like a fourth round type of player because he like I said he has all that length he has the the you know the length the size he has good speed get can change his direction very well he disrupt plays get deflect balls but yeah, like I said, you know, with the he kind of gets aggressive at the line of scrimmage, and then and that puts him behind uncovered some plays, and then, and like I said, this the lack of edge uh, in his game just very very evident to me. I don't see a very hungry player, and I I don't know. I'm not not a big fan of that. I I like my my players to have. That, that fight in them, to have that ability to want to keep getting better. And I, I don't know. I didn't see that with Sean Bunting. I hope I'm wrong, like I said, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna see come you know, draft time, you know, more so. And I'm curious to see here if he's at the combine and if there's anything said about his interviews and how he interviews. So I think that'll Maybe give some insight on on him a little bit, but we'll see. But uh, that's gonna do it for today's episode. Yeah, I know this was a little bit of a surprise episode. Um, we, I, I am actually gonna be going away for the weekend, so I wasn't gonna be able to get this episode out in the weekend. So I figured, hey, let's do one a little early and and get some some info out here now. I also thinking this is kind of fun that I, I was able to do this so quickly. I'm maybe thinking about increasing the podcast during the week now that the football season is is over and now it's completely draft central now. Maybe I expand to two, maybe even three podcasts a week, depending on how I feel. I think it would be really fun, and I think you get to, to cover a lot more guys from now until April that way, which I think will be really cool. So I'm thinking about doing that and increasing the, the podcast load as this for her to say, I guess. But anyway, you can follow prospect profile on Twitter at prospect prof where our iTunes feed link is located and you, that you could also just look up prospect profile on iTunes. We're also on stitcher by looking at prospect profile on there we're at prospectprofile.podbean.com for podbean uh, purposes we're also on facebook and instagram instagram is at prospect profile facebook just search up prospect profile and you'll find us but yeah that's about it for the social media aspect of things and hopefully i will see you guys again uh next week not sure, 100% sure who I'm covering yet, but 
and I'm not sure how many times I'll be covering because, like I said, I might increase the podcast load, but hoping hoping to maybe do two next week like I did this week. So taking it uh, one step at a time. All right. Thank you all for listening, and take care and have a, have a good week.